Welcome to Clearly Connected, hosted by yours truly. I'm Carrie Doan, a Clarity Life Coach, Entrepreneur, and Life Enthusiast. Today is my first solo podcast where I focus on the topics of honesty, integrity, and the importance of telling the truth. My goal is to first get curious as to why we as humans sometimes lie and then understand the psychology behind that behavior. And secondly, I want to put emphasis on why it's imperative that we learn to tell ourselves the truth first about who we are and what's right for us, even if it means deviating from cultural norms. This is where integrity starts, and it takes a hell of a lot of courage to get real and get honest with ourselves. I'm glad you're here to join me as I explore these topics and move closer to a more deeply connected way of living. Hey, all you beautiful people. Today is going to be my first solo podcast. And what I want to talk about is something I've been thinking about for a long time. And that is the importance of telling the truth. Now, I think we all have morally inherited this concept and have heard countless commands about the importance of honesty. And we grew up with stories like the boy who cried wolf that show the consequences of not telling the truth. You know, this is basic character shaping 101, right? But I wanna pick it apart a little further and explore number one, Why do people lie and avoid telling the truth? And number two, telling the truth primarily to yourself as a way to live into your authentic nature, which I believe will give you a deeper sense of peace and happiness. And I'll get into more of what I mean by this in just a minute. So first off, how often do we stop and ask, why is a person lying? It seems like the typical go-to reaction is to first judge it, and then second, to punish it. But do we ever dig to the underlying layer of motivation of the behavior? So after doing my due diligence in some psychological research, what I discovered is the number one reason most people lie is because of this fear of losing something or of not getting a perceived need met. So think of a child who steals a toy and then proceeds to lie about it. The desire is for the toy, and the only way in their minds to get that desire met is to take it since they don't have the money to buy it. And then when we ask why, if they stole it, they lie because there is this fear that if they expose themselves, not only will they lose the desire, but they will also face some kind of punishment. So it's this self-protective tendency to get, um, to get one's needs and wishes met. So I know this doesn't justify the behavior and we all need to learn ways to get our needs met that don't harm other human beings. But I share this question to help foster more curiosity and compassion for I think the biological human needs that we all have and the many ways that we go about trying to meet those needs. So what if instead of punishing a child for lying, we get curious 
and we ask them about it instead? What if we ask ourselves if we're creating an environment of safety that will promote more open truth-telling? So now, at this stage of my parenting journey, when I discover my kids in a lie, the first thing I do is I ask myself, have I done a good job to create a safe space where all information is welcome? Do I react or act shocked when they disclose a transgression? Or do I acknowledge their step of bravery in exposing themselves so vulnerably to me? And I think to myself, like, how much greater of a teaching moment would it be if even these darker shadow sides of our children and adult relationships were welcomed and discussed to find solutions and understanding versus simply just throwing out a punishment? And then there's one more thing I want to add to this, which I think it's important to acknowledge that the part that shame and guilt play in the act of lying. So lying is essentially hiding the truth. And shame is based in the belief that I must hide to feel safe. And the more shame that we feel about ourselves, I think the more likely we are to lie and to hide. And the way that we break down shame, I think, is by creating an atmosphere of total safety and acceptance. And then once a person feels that safety, they're much more likely to vulnerably risk exposing the truth of who they are and what they've done. Okay, so that's part one. Now let's get into part two. So let's talk about telling the truth, starting with telling the truth first to yourself as a way to align to who you are. Okay, what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean by telling the truth to yourself is to admit when you're operating by someone else's rules, someone else's shoulds and prescribed standards. So yes, there are some societal rules around morality that I think allow us to respect the inherent dignity of the human beings that we share this earth with. But, Sometimes we can get so caught up in the rules that we start lying to ourselves about what's right for us. So you can see this, for example, in the man who works his life away, thinking he should be a productive provider at all costs. And then one day he wants to end his life. Or you can see it in the mother who has inherited this belief that she should submit to her husband's authority and place her needs as secondary and then wakes up and runs away to live her life. Or maybe you can see it in the child who is diagnosed as ADD and is required to sit still in a classroom all day and wants desperately to move his body and break free, but instead he acts out. So I think each of these people took on someone else's plan for their life someone else's definition for what is right. And the child, unfortunately, is much more powerless to change it because they're so much more vulnerable and required to submit to authority. So I think for them, it's less of a choice. But in those other two instances, you know, they wake up one day and then they wonder why they feel so miserable. And I think that it's because they've been lying to themselves. You know, they've abandoned a part of their true nature, what is right for them, because they've been conditioned to follow someone else's rules. 
And I think living someone else's life can be a recipe for a lot of misery. So my point here is not to point to honesty as this high and mighty moral code to follow, to add one more rule to your list, but rather as a tool or an avenue that will bring you closer to a deep sense of peace and happiness by living in integrity with yourself. And I think when you start to admit what is real and important for you, you'll find this new confidence in who you are because you're no longer hiding from yourself or from others. So I think I wanna highlight there are two things that can bring you closer to alignment with yourself. And they are, number one, caring more about your character than your reputation. And number two, developing the habit of total truth-telling by starting with the tiniest mistruths. So the first one, learning to care more about your character than your reputation. So if you take the idea that your character is more important than how people perceive you, what you realize is that the way that you are matters more than the way that people think that you are. So many people spend their lives trying to manage the opinions of other people, right? Well, will they think this if I do that? Or what happens if I do this? Even if I say the truth, they're still not going to believe me, right? So when you focus on just doing the right thing, worrying about your own character, and then letting people form opinions about you, what happens is people see that you're not overtly invested in controlling how they feel, which makes them go, wait a second, if they don't care so much about how I feel, I can trust them to be genuine. So it's kind of paradoxical, but if you focus on your character and you stop investing so much effort into controlling people's opinions of you, what tends to happen is that not only do you feel the freedom to act and be who you are, but people will have better opinions of you. It sounds kind of crazy, but I found this to be absolutely true. And the second thing I want to mention is, do you have impeccable honesty and integrity? Every single time that you tell a lie, even if it's only a little, little lie, like, I'm on my way when really you're still getting dressed and showering. Or if it's a big lie on the other side, like the type of lie that could potentially ruin a relationship. No matter what it is, even if you don't get caught, even if there's no negative consequence to the relationship, the problem is that you build a reputation with yourself when you lie. And that reputation is that sometimes you say words that aren't true sometimes you are not to be believed. And even if no one else finds out, you know this. Now, this absolutely devastates your ability to speak with conviction. The ability to look someone in the eye and speak in a way that says to them, I believe 100% the words that are coming out of my mouth. These things that say, I'm fully standing behind. When you lie sometimes, you then hurt your ability to speak with conviction all the time. Because in the back of your head, no matter what you are saying, you know that sometimes you lie 
And that, I think, comes through in all these little gestures. It could come through in a flinch, in your eye contact, in the little waver of the voice, whatever it is, it's going to break through. So my recommendation is if you identify as someone that sometimes lies, is to just cut it out today. And the truth is there's going to be a penalty to pay, right? Like if you've started building a life that is predicated on a handful of convenient lies that might've seemed worth it at the time, walking them back and then exposing the truth can really hurt. So my advice when I get questions about this is that 99% of the time, just do it anyway. You know, are there situations around the periphery where it's just not worth it or somebody's on their deathbed and you don't need to tell them that you don't believe in God because they believe in God? Sure. There are times that fall under that circumstance, but for 90 to 99% of those situations where you're not sure and you're asking, should I tell the truth or shouldn't I? The answer, even if it's damaging to the relationship, I think is yes. Because if you don't tell the truth, you're going to start crushing your own self-esteem and you're gonna crush your ability to speak with conviction and to form genuine relationships in your life. So we all have likely lied to others and to ourselves over the course of our lives. And I would encourage you to see it as not something to be ashamed of, but something that can teach you a new lesson about getting closer to the truth. Sometimes we need to lie, to stumble and fall, I think, before we can understand and embrace the importance of actually speaking the truth. And I've learned this one the hard way many times. But my point is compassion here and realizing that the sooner you can start telling the truth to yourself about the life that is right for you, I think the sooner and easier it will be to live the life that you actually dream of. So I hope that these thoughts inspire you to look a little more closely toward what you want and desire and to question whether you are living your life or someone else's. And I heard this amazing quote. It said that it boils down to this. Peace is your home. Integrity is the way to it. And everything you long for will meet you there. Stay connected, my friends. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. If you like what you heard, please share the link on your favorite social media platform or take a screenshot and tag us on Facebook or Instagram at Carrie Doan Coaching. Also, because we live in a review-based economy, your reviews matter, and it would mean the world to me if you could leave us a review. Thank you so much for tuning in, and remember that we are all clearly connected.